Hello and thank you for joining us today at Distracted by Life. Our podcast is all about making change within yourself and your relationships. We share conversations, stories, and explore ideas coming from our lifelong journey of the high points and especially the low points where we learn to face our fears or cope with pain, loss, and failure. We do this in a discovery quest to establish patterns around our past and understanding whether we are tripping up from our past or being held hostage by it. We work on identifying ways to move forward, aligning our core values, and unlocking the keys to self-awareness, self-acceptance, self-compassion, and letting go of what is not serving you positively in life. A better you is always there, ready to explore in a new world. So let's begin. In today's episode, Amal talks about personal growth and change and how to create lasting change that sticks. Kind of like sticky change. Whether you're looking at change and growth professionally or on a personal level, how to make that shift to intentional lasting change has always been the question that keeps coming up in search, podcasts, articles. Uh, Amal takes away discussing interesting points uh, that she has learned from a recent summer summit. Hi, Amal, and welcome. Hi, Dan. Glad to be here with you. So can you take us through what you've learned from the Science and Wisdom of Emotions Summit regarding creating lasting personal growth and change? I'm uh, kind of curious about what was discussed. Yes, it was actually a great summit. Uh, sorry, <laughs> it was a great summit. And this topic was interesting to me personally because um, this is how it goes. The Intentional Change Theory by Richard Bayatzas. Um, and basically there are five steps to learn through the intentional um, change theory and understand how they can support you in seeing lasting change changes in your in your personal growth. So the theory, the intentional change theory by Richard Bariatze says that there are five steps and those five steps will help you see lasting changes in your personal growth. Um, desired change occurs in a dynamic non-linear process punctuated by five discoveries or epiphanies. And the first one, discovery and articulation, (laughs) (laughs) articulation. Okay, are you trying to say articulation? Yes, you remember the R is always an issue for me. It's okay. Of an ideal self. Second, assessment of the real self as compared to the ideal self. The third is formulation of a learning agenda. Fourth, implementation of deliberate practices and experimentation with new behaviors. And the fifth, the the development of of mutually supportive resonant relationships. So he also spoke about understanding why being motivated by your sense of calling is actually better because it activates neural neural networks. Neural neural networks? Yes, that increase your openness to new experiences and change versus setting goals. Because while setting goals can activate the neural networks that actually close you down to new information. So when you think about sense of calling and setting goals, let's kind of rephrase this. So the five intentional, I'm going to go back and say, 
the five steps to 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 have to create an intentional change theory is that you discover and articulate of the ideal self then the second one is basically you assess that real self and compare it to the ideal self and you formulate a learning agenda whatever the finding is then you formulate a, a, a learning agenda and then the fourth one you implement and you when you implement you take deliberate practices and experiment steps towards that change that behavior that you want to change and then the fifth one is you develop that mutual supportive um, environment or group of people uh, in uh, uh, by kind of cultivating relationship that's going to, you know, uh, support you in that process. And it was this point was very interesting to me when he spoke about uh, sense of calling is better than goal, goal setting, because as we all know, everyone is obsessed with goal setting. And when New Year's resolution comes on, on comes on, people always want to, you know, set up goals and and what I'm gonna do this New Year and what is my calling and what is my purpose and all that stuff. But the reality is, sense of calling, he says, better because it activate that and increase that openness that you want to to open the openness to new experiences. And, and you want to create that change in your life because that sense of calling is so deep and is pushing you further and further to do this. Whereas goal setting, it's, it boxes you. It, it does activate the neural networks, but it actually closes you down from allowing in new experiences. Why? Because with goal setting, you have one track mind, you have a goal, you want to, you want to achieve and you don't want to look anywhere else or do anything outside of what's going to disrupt that goal. That's why it doesn't allow these new experiences and it kind of just keeps you locked in within that goal. Also, he mentioned about the insights into um, caring relationships, which is the last, the fifth one, which is, you know, develop, development of mutually supportive resident, resonant relationship, which is the caring relationships are essential for your personal growth and how you can create your own personal board of directors. That was cool. I, it kind of made me, um, think about it I thought it was very interesting because we always think about you know board of directors in 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 a in a work setting in organizations and companies and and organization and companies have board of directors because and they and they have a skill set and a different skill set matrix we with having different people from different background and industries and and they rely on them for advice and wisdom and experience and so on and so forth. It's kind of the same thing. You're creating your personal board of directors and that can look like this. It could be someone in your field. So it could be in your profession or your industry. It could be someone um, uh, in or has been in your circumstances. So let's say life transition or um, single parent or career or whatever it is, you know, 
that transition, that circumstance in your life. You could be going through a divorce, uh, being a single parent, transitioning careers later in life. It could be a, a whatever it is, that circumstance. Someone also who is one of your greatest cheerleaders. So someone in your life that supportive of your your growth and 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 very encouraging to you and is your biggest fan someone who has and is ready to critique you basically your decisions and your actions they're not afraid to challenge those for you someone who is a leader in the area in which you aspire to grow and or succeed so it could be like a, a professional spiritual leader personal a coach what like anything of that sort someone of another generation that's a good one huh um, one person from a generation that is older and one person from a generation that is younger. And I thought that was interesting because they both provide completely different perspective. You get to gain the wisdom and experience from the people who came before you to your benefit. And then you get to be open to new experience, um, wild ideas, from pers- from a generation that is much younger than you that sees the world in a different lens and maybe not as tainted <laughs> as you would be. Uh, someone who also can introduce you to others. So it could be a profession in your community or your community. It could be a, a mentor that can introduce you to others to expand your network. Um I thought that's really interesting to have this a combination of personal board of directors, um, the way you think about it, to help you with, you know, creating lasting change and growth in your life. Also, there is another thing about, you know, uh, the, the saying that getting a 360, asking someone uh, you work with or your peers about certain questions related to your working behaviors with you. It helped, though, um, to do that, of course, and look at it and look at how you come across in the workplace. But it, it doesn't help us on how we can work on something because what you're doing is you're asking them about, uh, you know, to give you feedback about your behavior, and that's what they will do. But it, that 360 um, won't help you also it helps you to discover what you need to improve on, but it doesn't tell you how to go about doing it. Build the caring relationship that will help you build on the path. And that's what you basically need to look for. So when you look at, when I look at summarizing those five steps or those discovery steps, to put it in a simple, plain English is connect with your dreams frank assessment of what are your strengths and weaknesses, rewire your the brain. The more you practice the sequence, you get better at it. So in order to rewire your brain to create everlasting change, it actually requires you to practice and you practice over and over that specific sequence that you're looking to um, infuse or create because the more you practice it, you will get a better at it. Use your relationship to do this. So basically get support. 
when you plan to create something, get support from other people around you. That brings us back to the personal board of directors we talked about. Getting another important thing that people don't realize is that getting a coach to help you if you are in, in the positive of uh, to getting one. So for especially when you get the 360 feedback in the workplace. Okay, so now you know what you need to work on. Perfect. So how are you going to go about doing that? Doing the change, doing the, the, the taking the steps in and putting things into action. It helps to get a coach when um, you discover some of these feedback. If, if you're looking to advance in your career, a coach will go a long way in this. So when I think about that 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 session during the summit and kind of putting it all together basically there is a mechanism that allows movement from one discovery to another inside of us are two states a positive emotional attractor and a negative emotional attractor arousing the positive emotional attractor allows the a psycho physiological state of being open to new ideas. This allows the movement to the next discovery. In contrast, the negative emotional attractor is a feeling of obligation. This stops the sustainability of any change attempt because you are simply not motivated intrinsically. In the real self, there should be an emphasis on your strength, not on, your, on, not on the development needs. This stimulates the positive emotional attractor because it's about building upon what you already have. Or what, it's building upon what you're already good at and filling in the gap rather than dwelling on the weaknesses. You can, you can handle only few developmental or change goals at a time. So remember to make your learning plan something you're excited about, uh, about trying. Approach it with openness and curiosity. Then build upon what you learn gradually. So it's not like, um, it's step by step. So you build into what you learn gradually, not take it all in and kind of says, oh, this is a massive change and let's get going with it. You have to break it step by step and build into it. Lastly, this session was an eye opener for me because it made me assess and rethink rethink who I have currently as my personal board of directors. I kind of went through the exercise in my head and also to what degree I want to create lasting change to some aspect of my life and what are those steps Uh, habits and routine I'm creating for myself to get there and sticking with it. I guess if I want to create a life I want to live and love, the question become, what am I going to do about it? And what that life looks like for me from the inside and the outside. I hope you found the learning helpful until next time. You make the journey worthwhile. I wish you much success in your personal growth Back to you, Dan. Thanks, Amal. And thank you uh, very much for joining us here at Distracted by Life. If you're interested to learn more, 
Check out our other podcasts, of course, or hop online to Amal's website at amalcandido.com where she talks about her coaching world, covering life, leadership, and mindfulness, including links to popular podcasts and her books as well. And with that said, stay tuned for our next episode from Amal and myself. Thanks again, and talk to you soon.